Welcome to Dear Runner Bod, the pod dedicated to helping you embrace your runner's body. I'm Serena Marie RD, a registered dietitian and body image coach who wants you to stop dieting and start fueling the athlete within. While I am a medical professional, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure. Now, let's start rewriting your body's story. Today, we're just going to really catch up about marathon training. I'm training for Marine Corps, and I am feeling all types of feelings after coming home from my 11-day trip to Greece. I wasn't really training in Greece. I did a ton of walking, <laughs> but not a whole lot of marathon training. And so I just really wanted to kind of like bring you up to date on how I'm feeling and I don't know. Hopefully you care. (laughs) If you don't care, that's okay too. You can just skip this episode. I think there's going to be some valuable lessons in here though. Um, You know me. I'm always obnoxious and teaching even when I'm just like talking about my story. (laughs) So before we dive into today's episode and catch up on Marine Corps training and all the things, I do want to give a shout out for the review of the week. This week's winner is Neen Hunt. And Neen Hunt had said this is super helpful, super informative, and made me feel like a powerhouse woman. (laughs) I loved this review. It really made me giggle. Powerhouse woman. That is exactly how I want you to feel when you walk away from a podcast episode. So Neen, make sure you send me a DM at Serena Marie RD and you can claim your free masterclass. You can either claim the Bad Body Image Detox, which is going to walk you step by step in how to reframe your thoughts around your body. You could frame the Hack Your Hydration, learning how to really support intra-run hydration or meal prep masterclass, really learn how a meal prep as a runner. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm jealous, I want to win a free masterclass, guess what? You can. Just go to Apple Podcasts, scroll down until you see the part where you leave a review, leave five stars, write a few sentences about how this podcast has helped you, and you're almost guaranteed to win a free masterclass because I don't have a lot of reviews and I record podcasts every single week. So leave me a review, get a free masterclass. And also, hopefully, you also care about the fact that this is going to help the podcast grow. It's going to help more people get recommended to listen to Dear Runner Bod on Apple Podcasts, which really is going to help us to spread our message, right? That all runner bodies are good. And hopefully, that's something that really gets you as excited as it gets me. So, Okay, today, what are we talking about? We are talking about how I went to Greece and it was amazing. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not one of those people who every single trip says this was the best vacation of my life. Like there have been many vacations where I've come home and I've been like, I am really excited to come back to routine. I'm one of those people. I love my routine. I love cooking. I love running. You know, the simple things make me very happy. I love sleeping in my own bed. I love hanging out with my husband. And so I don't necessarily need to be on vacation to be happy. But um, this was one of those vacations where I actually felt really, really sad when it was ending because it was such an amazing, incredible vacation. Um, As somebody who loves 
healthy food, who loves delicious food, the Mediterranean food that the Greek people offer. It was so delicious and satisfying. It was it was just ugh, so much feta cheese, so much fish dripping in fresh olive oil, tons of olives, um, tons of fried like baked French fries. I, I don't even know if they call them French fries, but like potatoes essentially. Um, oh my goodness, like baklava. Ugh, I love baklava. I love honey. So much spinach pie. There was one day I had like three pieces of spinach pie. I actually kind of burnt myself out on it and I took a little break and then I started eating it again at like the end of the trip and then I was really mad at myself that I hadn't been eating it like the entire 11 days. So anyway, the the problems that we have on vacation, right? Um, Greece was amazing. It was so beautiful. We went to Santorini. Ugh, Santorini is a dream. We were just like spend hours just staring into the Algean Sea and looking at all the different island formations there and all of the beautiful white buildings and did tons of hiking and tons of swimming in the ocean. We went to Naxos where there's really beautiful beaches. We went kayaking and explored a cave called Dorina Cave where pirates used to hide treasure. I mean, it was very, very magical. Really, really amazing. Highly recommend Greece. Um, Anyway, all this to say, before I left for Greece, I had been really, really good about following training. And I really want to give myself actually a pat on the back right now because I think it was the most consistent I have ever been with training. Like the best I have ever stuck to a training schedule. I'm usually very willy-nilly. Like I don't feel like doing that. Like I, I'm not in the mood today and <laughs> like rearrange all my workouts. Um, but this was the first time in my life where I can really say I did eight weeks of track club babes on fast fall, which was kind of like a primer to get used to sprinting and and speed work again. And then I did the first three weeks of her fast marathon, um, which is the plan I'm currently following for Marine Corps. And I followed it to a T and listen, it was really hot outside and humid. So I can't say I was feeling great about my workouts, but like I was proud of myself and my consistency. And then I came home from Greece and I just kind of felt like, wait a second, I'm running a marathon in less than two months. Like what the F was I thinking? (laughs) Like true terror in my heart because the idea of having to run, mind you, when I came home, it also was a heat wave. It was feels like 100 every single day here in Philadelphia. And so I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, how am I, how am I ever going to do this. And I honestly am still kind of feeling that way. So I've been home from Greece now for officially a week and I'm no longer jet lagged. I am, you know, did an 11 mile long run yesterday and that felt really good actually. And um, so I, I'm kind of like starting to get my confidence back. And this week I'm actually going to start following my training plan again. I may modify it if I need to, um, but I'm going to try and really start jumping back into my workouts. I wanted to talk about something that I think I think other people will relate to this, but as always, when you're going through something, you always kind of feel like you're the only weirdo who's experiencing this feeling. And I have a feeling that I'm not alone, but if you um, can relate to me, feel free to send me a DM and just tell me I'm not crazy and weird. I 
one of the things that I'm kind of combating right now as I'm in my healed runner girl era and I'm really trying to be kind to myself and really kind of having a lot of like calmness and compassion as I aim to do speed workouts and not get triggered by them, right? Like I have this history of doing speed workouts and getting really obsessive about my pace and really kind of putting all of my self-worth into whether or not I can hit a pace or I can hit a hit a race pace or, or a race goal. And I'm really trying not to do that. That said, I do have a goal this marathon training cycle. And um, right now I feel like there's no way in heck I could ever hit it because like I said, I'm just feeling super unfit after my vacation to Greece. Um, but before I left for Greece, I really believed in myself. And the thing that I think I'm kind of playing around with right now is this idea of whether I share this goal publicly. Now, when I say share it publicly, I don't think my account or, you know, my social media is ever going to be one of these things where it's like constantly talking about numbers and race times because that just honestly, it's not my deal. It's not interesting to me. I could have my own personal goal but I don't want to start getting into like minutia of like hitting race paces and all the things. But I feel like it could potentially be really triggering and therefore really healing for me to kind of publicly talk about my goal for Marine Corps. And I'm just going to say it to you because you're one of my podcast listeners. So you're like family, right? Not that many people listen to this podcast. And so if you're listening to it, I feel like you and I are connected and I can trust you. But I really would like to run a BQ at Marine Corps. And the reason this goal kind of came up for me was I have run BQs in the past. um, And I really ran them when I was in this very disordered place. Um, maybe I was coming out of my eating disorder for, for the last one, but, but even still definitely not where I am today. And I think it would be really cool for me to run a BQ in this place where I am well-fed and really, truly healthy for maybe the first time ever in my, you know, marathon training career. That's not true. I was I was very healthy for Chicago in 2021, but I definitely wasn't trying to be cute then. I was just kind of like reintroducing my body to marathons at that point. But I think it would just be really like cool to see my healthy body do this thing, achieve this BQ. And so when I decided to run Marine Corps, it really was with that goal of like, I want to get serious about marathon training again. You know, since really re- recovering from my eating disorder, I have been running. I, I love to run and I've been running in a way that's supportive of like mental health, but I haven't gotten into training again. Like when I was macro counting and dieting, I would train so much. Like I was running and working out and lifting for hours and hours and hours a week. And granted, that was not healthy. That was way too much stress on my body. Um, but it got me fit. Like I was fit. I was constantly injured, but I was also fit um, because I was working out so much. And I'm not willing to ever do that again. Like I'm not a pro runner. I am do not plan on spending, you know, 10, 12 hours a week lifting and running ever again. Um, that said right now I have been prior to my 
vacation to Greece, lift, running and lifting consistently in a way that feels really healthy and good for me and eating enough. And I'm really excited to see what my body can do, how strong I can get and fit I can get and what I can accomplish now that I am eating enough and implementing training with rest days and and kind of just doing it in this totally new different way. Um I want to I want to show myself what I'm capable of. Now, that said, when I say do I publicly want to talk about this on Instagram? Do I want to share this with, you know, people I meet in running club or whatnot? I feel anxiety around it. And and I think that's so silly. Like I have compassion. I know why I feel anxiety around it. It's because I I feel like if I don't meet my goal, then I'm letting myself down. I'm a disappointment. Like I'm a failure. And having that kind of very negative self-criticism makes me really anxious. I'm trying to really heal my relationship with movement and training. And at the same time, I think looking that in the eyes and facing that fear of you may not run a BQ at Marine Corps. And Serena, like, what's the worst thing that happens? <sighs> Nothing, right? Like nothing happens. I still get to run. I still get to say I ran a marathon. I still get to be proud of myself. No one is going to unfollow me on Instagram just because I didn't hit my BQ. Nobody is going to think anything of me, like, like nothing bad is going to happen. I'm not a failure, right? Like, I think what I'm trying to say here is the emotional, irrational part of me and the logical part of me are not really seeing the same thing, right? They're disagreeing with each other. And that's the point of this journey is to trigger myself is to, you know, like I said, before I left for Greece, I was really proud of my consistency with my training, but I wasn't hitting my paces. It was so hot outside. And the other the other fact here is that I haven't done speed work consistently since like 2019. Like I'm just not as fit as I was years ago. And that's okay. Like that's perfectly fine. There's different seasons um, to training and different things that we focus on uh, during our lifetime as a runner. But realistically, it makes sense that I am – less fast than I was in 2018 and 2019. And that's not bad. It just means I have something to work towards. Um, but my, my point being is facing those speed workouts and not hitting those paces would be triggering for me. I would have mean self-talk and I had to kind of hold my own hand and think to myself, Serena, you are overreacting. This is silly. Like it doesn't matter. You're getting your workouts in. You cannot fail. You cannot fail because you're doing the workout and that's all that matters. And and the same thing applies here where I can publicly, I can put a tattoo on my forehead trying to BQ for Marine Corps this October, 2023. And if I don't BQ, it doesn't mean I'm a failure. It doesn't mean anything bad has happened. It doesn't mean I have nothing to be proud of. It says literally nothing about me. It says nothing about my identity. It says nothing about how I can feel at the end of that finish line. I'm allowed to have a little bit of disappointment. That's okay. But it doesn't mean I have to even give up, right? Like I can just try and DQ at my next race if I decide I want to, if I want to continue to pursue that goal. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if I have any like big aha moments here besides the fact that 
going public with your goals can feel really scary. But I think when we get scared and triggered, it's also an opportunity for us to heal and for us to grow as a runner. And so I'm really curious if that resonates with you and if you kind of agree with that. Um, as you're listening to this, send me a DM if you're if you're feeling like, yeah, you you totally have found that when you're triggered, when you're scared is when the most growth happens. And, and growth is a really beautiful thing, especially as runners. We're always trying to get stronger and grow and change and adapt and learn from our experiences. Um, I... I don't know. This trip to Greece, I feel like this always happens to me. Like every few months I have the same realization. And then I think like, you know, life just, there's so many things about life and societal expectations that are so deeply ingrained in us that even when you have these powerful realizations, like just kind of life will accidentally like brainwash you back into like the status quo of how you usually think. But one of my aha moments that I had in Greece was I was lying on the beach in Naxos. I was drinking this delicious cocktail called the Aphrodite and it had like passion fruit puree and vodka. It was delicious. But I'm sitting there and I like look up at my husband and I'm like, oh my God, all of my anxiety is related to my desire to control my life. If I could just release this crazy desire to control everything, I would have so much less anxiety. I would be so much happier. Why don't I just do that, right? And so this kind of comes back to what I'm saying right now. All of this anxiety around, should I publicly talk about my BQ? Should I publicly share my goals? Um, it is coming around this, this, this desire to control my fitness and saying that if I don't control my fitness to be fast enough to run a BQ, then I have to be disappointed in myself. I have to dislike myself. I have to discredit all the work I've put in. And, and similarly, it's like I want to control, you know, I want to control my body. That was my big problem for <laughs> all of my teenage years and my 20s, right? I want to control my body size. And I let that go and it has brought so much joy and happiness into my life. And now I'm kind of working on releasing this control of I need to run a certain pace or a certain race goal in order to be proud of myself, in order to feel I, I don't even know what it is I'm getting out of hitting those paces. I think it's pride. I think it's I, I think it's part of my identity. Um, but I need to release that control. And this goes to so many things. It's like I will get really shy and awkward when I meet new people for the first time. It's because I want to control their first impression, my, their first impression that they're experiencing. Like I want them to like me. I want to control that. If I could just let go of that, then I could be myself. And if they like me, they like me. And if they don't, they don't. Right? There's so many ways I can think about how this desire to control things is just kind of messing with my happiness and messing with my my ability to just show up as my most authentic self. And like I said, I've had this aha moment in the past, but it's something that like I'll remember and I'll work on and I'll I'll remind myself of it and then all of a sudden, you know, weeks will go by and I I've stopped thinking about it and I'm just kind of back into my like 
my my desire to control everything. <laughs> and I think that's really normal. I, I'm not beating myself up right now, but I just recently had the realization on the beach. So that's why I've been thinking about it again, where it's like, oh yeah, this desire to come back from Greece and wanting to hit all your paces, like you didn't just take two weeks off and feeling really anxious about your, your track workout you're going to be doing tomorrow morning. That all comes from this place of wanting to control everything. And Serena just release control. Release control and let the universe give you what it's going to give you. And here's the thing. When we release control, we are more open to letting the world, the universe give us whatever it's going to give us. And we have more ability and more capacity to be happy and have gratitude when that thing presents itself. So for instance, if right now all I could think is I need to hit my paces tomorrow during my my mile repeats and the only way I'll be happy is if I'm going to hit this exact pace that I want to hit, then it is going to be much harder for me to have a positive outcome tomorrow versus if I go there and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give this workout my all. I'm going to try my best and I'm going to see what happens. Maybe by not hitting those paces perfectly and not doing that workout perfectly, maybe that's opening the door for me having more um, energy and more ability to successfully complete other workouts that are coming towards me, coming down the road that actually eventually are going to lead to my goal. Or maybe something else totally different will happen. Maybe I don't meet my goal, but I meet somebody at race day who changes my life. Like who knows, right? Like I can't even predict the future right now. But the fact that I'm trying to goes to show how I'm really struggling with releasing control right now. Um, but Really, I think that's that's supposed to be the point of this exercise is when you release control, it also allows you to have a lot more gratitude and appreciation for whatever it is the universe does actually presenting you um, when you're just kind of living life and, and winging it and playing it by ear. So that to say, I shared it with you. My goal is to try and be cute. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> Right now, it really doesn't feel like it's possible, but I'm just going to keep trying. I still have like – I probably should have this exactly figured out, but I think I've got about seven weeks to try and keep training and get faster and get stronger to support a BQ at Marine Corps. And if it doesn't happen, then that doesn't mean I can't try again in the future. It doesn't say anything about me as a person. And I know for a fact that the people that I want following me on social media, the people I want to surround myself in real life, they won't care if I BQ or not. If you care that I BQ, if you're like, I only can work with you slash be friends with you if you BQ, then we probably were not going to be a great team. So get your butt out of here anyway, <laughs> right? So I hope that, I hope this helps you. Like I said, I'm a little bit rambling today, but I hope this is the message you needed to hear. We both need to work on releasing control so that we can really have gratitude when the universe opens its doors and gives us all the goodness that we deserve in whatever form that may be. We really need to work on just being a little bit more self-compassionate and okay with accepting 
self-love and and acknowledging our accomplishments even when they maybe don't look the way we want them to look. And um, yeah, friend, I just appreciate you so much for being a podcast listener. Like I said, sharing that with you feels really vulnerable, but because you're a podcast listener, I also feel like you're one of the people I can trust in this world. If today's episode was healing for you, if it was helpful for you, please feel free to leave a review. Not only do you get a chance to win a masterclass if you get chosen as the review of the week, it just helps us to spread our message. Make sure you hit me up, DM me if today's message was something that really aligned with you. Let me know I'm not alone in this crazy, crazy, crazy fear of kind of publicly acknowledging your goals. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dear RunnerBot. If you enjoyed what you heard, remember to subscribe and make sure you share today's episode. Also, if you're looking to download a free three-step guide to love your runner's bod, then head to serenamarierd.com. Can't wait to chat with you next week.